Markley right side Smith, three seconds. Bowman the showman. Josh Bowman has the ball and he nearly lost it and he stepped out of bounds. I don't even know if I can say that was, I don't even know if I can say he had possession of the ball. <laughs> oh no. That went about as bad as it could have been for Josh. But that's alright, we'll get him another chance here. Cross, get it to Josh. Josh will take a shot. Josh misses. Ah, oh, Josh, you gotta fight for that rebound. <laughs> Rebounded that time by Natalie Leimeister from uh, Edison. On the other end here for the Slebs, uh, Nikki Cross hands it to Josh Bowman. Josh knocked it down. Josh Bowman. 64-43. Josh Bowman with the long two. Representing WLKR Classic here. K96 and regular WLKR. All you do is dribble. I have to dribble. If I give it to you, you just shoot. You're a chucker. I'm a chucker. That's right. Every time you get the ball, you shoot. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never chuck. Never have chuck. Never will chuck. No chuck. You chuck. You're listening to The Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Stein, Olson and Stang CPAs, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman here with you flying solo today on this March the 25th, 2023. 50 degrees outside under a high wind warning here, so be careful if you're outside today driving. But uh, you heard that intro, and uh, <laughs> I changed it a little bit from uh, the normal intro. That was highlights of me playing in the uh, Huron County Bears Celebrity, uh, Huron County Celebrity All-Stars charity basketball game this past Wednesday. I guess highlights, if you will, uh, maybe some low lights in there too, but I thought everybody would get a kick out of that. Uh, had a lot of fun on Wednesday. Uh, the Bears beat us 80-59, to and uh, still a lot of fun, uh, a lot of good stuff going on there, uh, raising awareness for developmental disabilities and celebrating uh, developed, uh, Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month and uh, bringing in uh, food for the Norwalk Salvation Army, money for other agencies too, and just a good time had by all. So there you go, folks, a little bit of some uh, clips there from the All-Star Game on Wednesday at Norwalk High School. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show. Josh Bowen, like I said, here with you. And I'll be flying solo today. i got some great guests. Uh, we got a cool event going on at the uh, Milan Library. We're going to talk to Martin Gitlin. He's a uh, local author. He's presenting a Cleveland baseball uh, presentation today at noon. I'm going to go over there and check that out after the show today. But he's going to be here a little bit later on to talk about that uh, presentation going on. And uh, we'll talk to him. We'll also talk to Bobby James, uh, recently uh, resigned as head coach of the Huron uh, boys basketball team after several years of success there. We'll talk to Bobby about uh, his decision uh, on, on why he stepped down and uh, some of his memories and uh, his plans for the future as well. And we'll also have, of course, Mark Lane with us with the Sports Roundtable, and uh, we'll have Domino's Trivia, of course, here. Some sports trivia for you this morning, a chance to win a free uh, Domino's pizza from the Norwalk Domino's. But let's get things started, folks, with our first guest here. Joining us, uh, Matt Andrews of the Ohio State Buckeyes uh, Sports Radio Network, and, of course, a huge Ohio State women's basketball game today. The Buckeyes, they're in the Sweet 16 all the way out in Seattle and they're taking on UConn. I had a chance yesterday to talk to Matt Andrews all about uh, the matchup with UConn and uh, just uh, the success Ohio State has had uh, this season so far. So here's that interview with Matt Andrews. Here on the Locker Room Show, special guest here with us, Matt Andrews, voice of Ohio State women's basketball on the radio, and they're playing a big game today, a Sweet 16 matchup later on, 4 o'clock start time here. Uh, we'll have it here on 95.3 coming up at 3.45, and they're taking on UConn, and a big matchup. And let's talk, uh, Matt. First of all, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. 
Uh, let's talk about that exciting win in the second round by the Buckeyes over North Carolina uh, last Monday in Columbus. Uh, just a heck of a ball game. J.C. Sheldon knocking down the big game winner. Less than two seconds left. Uh, just want to get your thoughts on on that win over the Tar Heels. Well, it was. It was, Josh, it was a great game. Uh, a lot of fun. Great to be a part of that. Great to see an Ohio kid, a central Ohio kid, get that shot to go. Look, the Buckeyes led for 38 minutes, and then all of a sudden when Carolina loses their best player, they're down 12 and storm back. And Ohio State had the answer they needed. They did give up the lead, but they got the final shot to go and won a thriller. And Sheldon the hero. But they wouldn't be where they are today and this weekend here in Seattle without Ebony Walker. She had a career-high 15 points, was a huge part of that game. Look, the Buckeyes started off strong uh, with, uh, I believe, four of their first six shots were threes, for sure three of them, without checking the box score. But this is a team that came through, held on, got the win, and now the real challenge today against for sure, and let's go back uh, to that North Carolina game uh, just here for another minute or two. Uh, Taylor Mike Sell was big, knocking down four threes in that ball game against Carolina, and uh, definitely a good sign after she kind of struggled from downtown in the James Madison opening round win. Four of eight from three, as you mentioned, but let's not be let's not kid ourselves. Now Connecticut's going to have a defense for her too. I mean, they're gonna, they're not gonna allow her to get loose from outside. If she does, she'll have to work hard for it. That's the thing I really noticed about Taylor this year. Now she's hit 108 threes, which is third most in the nation. And she's sixth now on Ohio State's single season three point list. She's also fifth and Kelsey Mitchell owns the top four spots. But the way she's had to work just to create shots, just to get shots, open looks, the days of her coming down and throwing up 22 footers unguarded are over. Heck, she can't even get free from 25, 26 feet. I mean, the way that they've shrunk the court on her. And, you know, Taylor's labored a little bit. You could see her move. It's just a lot right now. But they've been great. The backcourt of, of Sheldon and Mike Sheldon. Thank goodness JC's back. Ricky Harris gave him a good minutes early. But Taylor Mike Sheldon have to have a huge three-point game here today, I do believe, if the Buckeyes are going to get past the Huskies. It won't be easy, but... As Wayne Woodrow Hayes once said, anything easy ain't worth it, but you know what. But, uh, it'll be, uh, it should be fun. I do know Connecticut, uh, it's the brand. Like Ohio State cannot fear the brand, and that'll be as much the challenge as anything today. And that's what I was going to ask you, uh, Matt, as we're joined here by Matt Andrews, a radio voice for Ohio State women's basketball, uh, uh facing that tall task uh, of the brand, uh, you know, the, the pedigree of UConn. Is this the same uh, Huskies team that, uh, you, you know, all of us are accustomed to? Well, to be polite, I don't think they quite are but until they lose until they don't get to a final four they kind of are i mean it's a little bit of a mixed answer i get that they're ranked six or eight depending on which poll they won seven straight they were 31 and five they're in their 29th straight sweet 16 today and they've been to 14 straight final fours so it's got to end sometime maybe today's the day where they don't get to the final four uh but as much as you want to not worry about, you know, the coaches and the players on the other team, it's it's about Gino Ariano. Look, 38 years, he's won almost 1,200 games in Connecticut. Hall of Fame coach, they have their system. They have their style. Dorky Juhas played at Ohio State, graduated from Ohio State, is going to be on that sideline. It's going to be about that UConn and white on the front, and it's it's what they do. Look, Ohio State will have to go out there and have a Herculean effort to win this thing. Um, and, and I'm not certain that that's going to be as easy as we think maybe they could do. I've been a part of, I don't know now, probably a dozen games involving Connecticut in my career. A few of them here at Ohio State. And when I called Louisville women's basketball, when I lived down in Louisville, they lost the national championship to Connecticut and were never in the game. It was the Brianna Stewart freshman year, kind of the moment where she made herself known to the college basketball. Think of all the legendary names that played for Connecticut. So allowing Ohio State to go in here and compete 
and not be overwhelmed by that name on the jersey will be as much the task as anything. Now, Matt, X's and O's and uh, looking at matchups, uh, just how do you feel the Buckeyes, uh, you know, just match up overall uh, talent for talent? Not great. I mean, talent for talent, they've got some talented players. But let's be realistic now. If you were to look at this the uh, look at this roster for Ohio State, how many of these women would go on and be able to play Connecticut? Probably a couple, maybe a third, maybe a third of the Buckeye roster. That's not a knock on any of our players. But Gino Oriama now is to the point where they just recruit a whole different they recruit a whole different player and a whole different kid, and when he walks in a home, there's no doubt where you're picking. <laughs> I mean maybe Don Staley's in that conversation right now. But look, rebounding margin, Connecticut's plus ten. It doesn't take a genius to understand the Buckeyes have not rebounded consistently well all year. That's a concern. I think they're gonna force the ball inside, they're gonna get it down low. That will be a plus for Connecticut, where I think Ohio State could take some advantage of UConn. And look, UConn's got great shooters. But where I think Ohio State could take advantage of the Huskies might be a little bit with their quickness in terms of using some things inside. But they know the kind of game Dorky UHAS plays, so maybe there'll be some cuts available there for them that they that they may not have they, they might not have had. But you know, this is the team in UConn that's sixth in the nation in scoring margin. We think the Buckeyes is pretty good at 14th in the country in that regard, uh, and, and it is good. But it's not what UConn has done. Uh, they assist at 19 assists per game, UConn. Again, fifth in the nation. Ohio State, really good assist team at 17 a game. That's 10th in the nation. So there's a lot of equalities, I think. The rebounding number scares me big time going into this one today. All right, Matt, uh, thanks for joining us here. We'll go ahead and let you go. I know you got a busy day ahead. Uh, again, we'll have the game on the radio here today in the Norwalk, Sandusky area on 95.3 here, WLKR. And thanks again, Matt. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, have, a, have a great call, and uh, go Bucks. Thanks a lot. Go Bucks. Take care. All right, there you go. Matt Andrews uh, had a chance to talk to him yesterday or was that yesterday? Nah, my days just run together. Thursday, had a chance to talk to Matt Andrews there. So Matt Andrews, uh, safe and sound in Seattle right now, getting ready to call that ball game today. And I know we haven't carried Ohio State women's basketball uh, this season, but uh, we're going to have the game on the radio today. It's a big one, Ohio State and UConn. Sweet 16 matchup in the uh, March Madness women's basketball tournament. And uh, 3.45 pregame, 4 o'clock for tip-off today. Here on 95.3. So everybody, enjoy that one. We'll take a break here on the Locker Room Show. And when we come back, we're going to talk some baseball. Local author Martin Gitlin, he will join us. He's going to be in Milan today at the library there for a special multimedia presentation. A free one if you want to go check it out at noon today. Uh, talking all about the history of Cleveland baseball. We'll talk to him coming up next after this short break. ever-changing world, there's one thing you can depend on. A great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Their used car inventory is always changing, too, with a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit situation. Visit SchaeferDanhoff.com and use their Customize Your Deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps. That's Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Route 224 in Willard, the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. You can do amazing things on the internet, like watch goats ride scooters, or get 50% off any Domino's pizza. You can check in on your ex, or get 50% off all Domino's pizzas. Your aunt can like all of your photos from three years ago, or you can get 50% off every pizza right now at Domino's.com. This week, it's the best thing on the internet. Get 50% off all Domino's menu price pizzas when you order online this week only. Online only through March 26th at participating locations. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Offer applies to the pizza portion of your order only. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Stein Olson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. 
Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Stein Olson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. Ohio Roads and Bridges connect us to things we need and enjoy. It takes a lot of hard work and money to keep roads in good shape. Today, most of that money comes from Ohio's gas tax. As Ohioans drive more fuel-efficient and electric vehicles, people are buying less gas. That's great for our environment, but it means less money for road and bridge maintenance. Ohio is conducting a study to find a new and more sustainable way to fund the maintenance of our roads and bridges. To learn more and to provide input, visit OhioRoadFunding.com. Sponsored by Ohio Department of Transportation and aired in cooperation with the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. It's Kelly Rose for your Midday Show on 95.3 WLKR. Join me on Monday for your chance to win. Name that lyric at 11.20. Tune in after your local and national news at noon for your Dad Rock Lunch Block. Get your request into K-Rose at WLKRradio.com at 12.50. Here's some positive news with good news for people who love bad news. Brought to you by Be Strong Uniforms. And in case you missed medicinal use in the Firelands local music spot, check out the podcast. I'm Kelly Rose on 95.3. Let's play some Cavaliers basketball. We want to be the most competitive team and the most selfless team. We know what the blueprint is. We know how hard we need to work. Garland whipped it down low to Allen who laid it in. We fight really hard. Any number is called there, everybody's ready. Now you're starting to see what happens when a team comes together and starts to figure things out. Let them know. Sunday night, the Cavs face the Rockets. Tip-off show, 5.30. Basketball time, 6 o'clock. Norwalk's home for Cavs basketball, 95.3 WLKR. Hi, this is Tom Hamilton. Swing and a high drive. This is hit a ton. Deep right. Eaton track. Wall. Gone! A two-run home run to right. You're listening to Josh Bowman on The Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. All right, welcome back here, folks, to the Locker Room Show. It is 916. Josh Bowman here joining you in studio, uh, flying solo today, but with us on the air right now. He's going to be in Milan here at noon today at the Milan Library. Martin Gitlin, local author, going to present uh, a presentation about uh, the Cleveland uh, baseball, uh, Cleveland baseball history. And uh, good morning, Martin. Welcome to the airwaves here of 95.3. Thank you very much, and uh, p- please call me Marty. Uh... Martin's a little too formal for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Will do. Uh, Marty, uh, let's just talk about, uh, you know, what you're going to be doing today. Uh, for those folks that want to come out and check it out, a free event at the Milan Library, uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, uh, it is it's a lot of fun and very enlightening. It's, uh, re- it's kind of based on a book that I uh, authored called The Ultimate Cleveland Indians Time Machine Book for Roman Littlefield. And um, it's all, uh, the program is all about the greatest and most interesting teams and players and events and moments in, uh, Cleveland Indians slash Guardians slash Spiders <laughs> history. Uh, it goes all the way back to the 1899 Cleveland Spiders and, um, that, uh, uh was uh, <laughs> the greatest failure in the history of baseball. But, uh, anyway, I show, uh, really fun videos. Uh, I do a lot of, uh, Indian slash Guardians trivia, and um, everyone has a really, really good time with it. I do a Q&A afterwards, and I try to make it really fun and really enlightening. Uh, sounds great. Uh, and, of course, uh, folks can check that out free here today uh, from, what, noon to 1 o'clock? Uh, yeah, noon to 1. It usually runs about till it'll probably run till about one fifteen with the Q&A afterwards. Sounds good, and uh, let's talk about uh, that that book. Uh, you're going to be signing uh, some copies uh, a- afterwards. People can pick that I book am. up. I'm going to uh, autograph and personalize uh, books for free, and um, I can personalize it for any you know anyone you want to give to as a gift. Uh, any uh, Indian slash Guardians fans you like, um, and you think would enjoy the book. The book's just really a blast. I've sold thousands and thousands of copies now, and. And um, the, it just um, it was a passion of mine because I I actually covered the Cleveland Indians for about two decades as a sports writer, and um, I grew up as an Indians fan as well here in Cleveland, and um, I just uh, you know I've told people that if, if someone kind of held a gun to my head and said you have to talk 24 hours about one subject, 
or I'm pulling the trigger, I would uh, I would pick the Cleveland Indians and not even break a sweat. Oh, well. so that's a, a subject that's near and dear to my heart. That's what I was going to ask you next here, Marty. Uh, just a little bit about your background. You said uh, you were a sports writer and uh, c- covered uh, Cleveland baseball for, for a long time? Yes, from the uh, late 80s all the way to 2002. Uh, I covered the uh, Cleveland Indians and went on the road with them and uh, and uh, covered the playoffs and World Series and had some really incredible experiences, uh, one or two of which I bring up, you know, early on in the program. And um, it was, you know, I uh, I, I got to uh, cover the, the the bottom and the top was uh, so to speak. I mean, in the early ni- late eighties and early nineties when they were just horrible when they were still at Cleveland Municipal Stadium, and then I got to cover them during their heyday of the nineteen nineties when they should have won at least one World Series and didn't. But um, those were some really heady days with the one of the greatest lineups, offensive juggernauts in the history of baseball that they had there in the uh, mid to late 90s and early 2000s. But um, it was uh, an incredible experience for me. And uh, I uh, left the newspaper business in 2002 because it was really, you could tell it was really going to start to tank with the Internet coming in and, I just became an author, and I've written an awful lot of books um, and um, do uh, presentations for wonderful people like the like the ones in your in your town. Yeah, very cool. We're talking here with uh, Marty Getlin, and he's going to be again in Milan at the library today from noon to a little past one o'clock. And uh, I just want to uh, go go back to what you mentioned about those '90s uh, Cleveland Indians. And uh, I, I was a teenager uh, during that time, and uh, I remember, uh, like you said, that lineup uh, was just incredible. It, it was one one through nine. Everybody could smack the ball around. Oh, it's an outrageous lineup, and you had a. Uh... When you had a guy like, uh, you know, Sandy Alomar batting ninth, <laughs> when he was, when he was healthy anyway, which he was in, uh, in 97 when he had his big year, but, um, it, you know, it, it's quite amazing. And, and what they did to, to put that lineup together was also quite amazing and such a tribute to the front office because, you know, they stole Kenny Lofton from Houston and they stole Omar Vizquel from Seattle. Um, and, you know, they had uh, uh, guys coming up, and they signed Eddie Murray, and um, they had uh, Tommy was coming up, and Bell was coming up, and Ramirez was coming up. So it, it speaks about their wonderful drafting at the time, which they had struggled to do previously. And, um, you know, I mean, it was just it was just an outrageous lineup. Pitchers just, you know, pitchers would come up with mysterious illnesses when they were scheduled <laughs> to face the Indians. <laughs> And uh, they were like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till the next start. You know, let, let someone else uh, take, take his turn. But um, it was, you know, it was, and it was an era. It was kind of an offensive era in baseball that had, that had begun. And, of course, the steroid era was, was starting. And, um, you know, so the Indians were scoring. Uh, they scored over 1,000 runs, I think, a couple times during the course of that year, the course of that uh, period, which is like about six runs or more per game. So it was crazy. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, covering uh, the, the uh, Indians then uh, from, uh, you know, the late 80s to through uh, uh, early 2000s. Uh, you, you saw a little bit of everything, uh, the, the you know, mistake by the lake, uh, Cleveland Indians Municipal Stadium and all the way into the success. Uh, that that had to be uh, quite a kind of a roller coaster uh, th- for your career right there, going uh, from uh, bottom to top to, you know, mid-level, uh, just uh, some crazy times with the Cleveland Baseball Club. It really was, and um, it was great to the experience of traveling, you know, uh, on the same plane with them, and and um, you know, staying at the hotels, and it was kind of a, it was very much, it was a lot of fun for me, even when they were losing, it was, it was a lot of fun for me. Um, I enjoyed it, and uh, this um, to watch them dominate like they did, uh, it was kind of sad in the long run, in a lot of ways. You know, historically, and when I look back at it, they never, you know, experienced the championship. I have a couple really interesting stories I tell about uh, what happened in 95 and 97 um, when they went to the World Series and, and fell short. Um, I have an interesting story about Jose Mesa, who was a little <laughs> bit of a villain in, this, in, the, in the town because of uh, a blowing, uh, you know, in the ninth inning, blowing Game 7 in, in 1997. So I got some interesting stories to tell about that, and I think... Uh, 
your the patrons there at the library will really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to stop by there, Marty. I'm going <laughs> to go oh, on. Oh, great. Yeah, I'll go on up the road here after my show here today and I'll go check it out. But anyways, we're talking with uh, Marty Gitlin here. Going to present a, a Cleveland baseball presentation today from noon, noon on there, free. Uh, check it out at the Milan Library today. And uh, uh, y- you mentioned it there, the... It's it's a shame that there was no championship during all that success, and uh, I I think Marty, I just want to tell you, I still haven't watched uh, that final that final run score for the Marlins in '97. I have not watched that runner cross the plate still to this day. Saw that ball go up the middle past Charlie Nagy, and that that was it for me. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it probably shouldn't have even come to that, and there was a, a key error by uh, Fernandez, and, um, you know, it just, it, it, um, what happened um, when they brought Mesa in um, was a very, very interesting situation. I tell a little story about when Omar Vizquel, uh, uh visits Jose Mesa on the mound before the ninth inning um, that was uh, uh, very, uh, that, he, that Omar actually told in his book. Um, and, you know, it just, uh, there was a pitcher named Michael Jackson who, uh, uh, not only wrote Billy Jean, but, uh, I'm just kidding, but, uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson, the Indian was a pitcher in the eighth inning who was just absolutely lights out at that time. He was really on a roll. And a lot of people thought, well, let's bring in Michael Jackson in the eighth, in the ninth inning again. But, uh, Mike Hargrove, the manager was like, no, 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 this isn't the way we do things. We're, we've used Jose Mesa as our closer all year, and we're going to do it again. And and um, it was uh, an impending disaster. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> all right, moving on here. Uh, you're also, I was looking up some info on you, Marty. Uh, you're also a kind of a pop culture historian, too? Yes. Uh, uh, after I left the uh, newspaper business, I, I started writing um, books on subjects that I really, really enjoyed. And, uh, you know, that wasn't, you know, career related or sports related. Uh, I actually authored a book ranking, uh, one to a hundred. I like ranking things. I think it's fun. I like to rank things and I, I ranked one to a hundred the greatest cartoon characters of all time. And that was really a blast because it was, you know, something that I enjoyed when I was a kid and even when I got older. Um, and, uh, we ranked them one to a hundred and, and we, I had a co-author on that one, and the, the voice of SpongeBob, his name is Tom Kenny, actually wrote the foreword to that book. Oh. And, uh, you know, we based it on different criteria, like legacy and personality and voice and everything. And and uh, I won't give away who was number one, because I am going to be bringing a couple copies of that book as well to the folks there at uh, at the library. So, um, you know, and I, I've written books. I wrote a book actually ranking the greatest sitcoms of all time based on different criteria, and I had... Uh, Seinfeld number one, and uh, it was a very difficult choice because there were so many great sitcoms over the years. And um, you know, so I, I I do I've done a lot of historical pop culture books. You know, not not modern pop culture, but more <clears throat> historical pop culture books, and uh, as well as a lot of a lot of sports books as well. Yeah, you mentioned the sitcom book. Uh, that's close to my heart right there. I am a sitcom historian, basically. <laughs> I love me. Oh, good for you. Love me some sitcoms. I still watch us uh, a couple episodes of Seinfeld almost every day f- with, with my lunch. So <laughs> I go on Netflix. Well, and... it was uh, it was brilliant. Uh, in fact, the uh, there was a survey taken among television writers, and they voted Seinfeld as the best written television show of all time. Uh, number two being The Twilight Zone. But number one was Seinfeld, and um, it, it, it shows. I mean, the, the casting was brilliant, and it was such an interesting concept, a, a show about nothing, which it really was. And um, the characters <clears throat> on Seinfeld were all negative characters. They were selfish and self-centered and, <laughs> and manipulative, but everyone loved them anyway because they were so darn funny. And, um, yeah, I, I had a hard time be, uh, choosing between Seinfeld and All in the Family, which revolutionized television. <sighs> And Mash, which I thought was was brilliant as well. So you know, but I did choose Seinfeld as number one. For that book. <laughs> All right, Marty. Before we let you go here, uh, you you follow the uh, Cleveland baseball still close now? Oh, very much. I'm a huge, huge fan. 
Yeah, and uh, what do you think about this year's team uh, coming off that great year, uh, surprising everybody, you know, winning the Central Division last year, and I think uh, th- they should be right in the thick of it here this year again. Yeah, I think the uh, the team is always, you know, every year is a little bit underrated, you know, nationally. Uh, just like, I mean, uh, for instance, uh, and I, I don't mean to digress, but uh, like the Cavaliers, I mean, the Cavaliers, <laughs> they won uh, – they would have won 50 games last year if they hadn't had uh, Jared Allen be injured last year, and then and then they they add Donovan Mitchell in the off season, and the prognosticators are picking them for 45 wins. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And they do the same thing with the Guardians as well. Indians, Guardians, they uh, I think they underrate them. I think most of the prognosticators are picking them for about 85, 86 wins this year, and they won 92 last year, and they added Josh Bell. So I don't know where they're getting that. Um, I think the I think the team is going to probably you know there might be some regression somewhere, but I think they're going to probably win 90 games, and I think they're the favorite. I, I think the Twins and the White Sox will improve. They're I think they're they're better, and they're, I think they're going to give them some competition. But I think the uh, Guardians are up for about another 90 wins, and I I you know if I had to bet my life on it, I think they'd win the division. I agree with you 100% there. So, okay, Marty, we're up against it here. Got a few more guests on the show, but it was great talking to you, meeting you here on the radio, and uh, uh, everybody come on out and see Marty today at the presentation at the uh, Milan Library starting at noon. Uh, it's a free presentation all about Cleveland baseball, and thanks for joining us here, Marty. I'll see you over there at noon, okay? Yeah, see you then. All right. Thanks, Marty. Uh, Marty Gitlin right there, local author, uh, talking about Cleveland baseball. We'll take a break here, folks. When we come back, we're going to turn things into uh, some basketball discussion. We're going to talk with Bobby James, uh, the uh, coach, uh, former now coach of the Huron Tigers, about his 14-year career and the reasons why he stepped down and uh, talk about his future plans. Coming up next here on the Locker Room Show. Stick around. This year, you are getting a truck. At Smiley Automotive, they have the truck you've been looking for. You wanted a Raptor? At Smiley's. A Ram 1500? At Smiley's. A Jeep Rubicon? Yes, all of these amazing trucks at Smiley Automotive and more. All certified. That's six months, 6,000 miles warranty. For 17 years, Smiley Automotive has been selling quality used cars with superior service and treating customers right. Serving the community and beyond. Make someone Smiley today. Smiley Automotive. Making car buying simple. Norwalk. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. Indoor air quality is a major issue in houses being built more energy efficient and sealed up as they are nowadays. If you or your family have allergies or are seeing a lot of dust all over, it may be time to get your air ducts clean. Baldoff's uses brushes to scrub your ducts spotless. We come to your home and inspect your air ducts free of charge to make sure there are no surprises when we arrive to clean. You will know the charges and procedures before the day of the cleaning. I'm Brandon Baldoff with Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. Call us for a free estimate and remember, we take pride in what you live in. The Morning Show with Melissa and Johnny S. So there's hardcore Disney fans in the world. There's a super fan, uh, Nathan Firesheets, who went to all 12 Disney theme parks in the world in 12 days. In 12 days. I mean, this sounds like a lot of planning that my brain is... That is too much stress for me. I'm, that is a lot going on. <laughs> this guy... I am impressed as well because, but like I said... Scared. Every weekday morning from 6 to 10 on 95.3 WLKR. Ohio State women's basketball is off to the Sweet 16. Cuts into the lane with three. Sheldon shoots. Scored with one second to go. Sheldon from the middle of the lane. Hit a five-footer in the...
Join us Saturday afternoon on 95.3 WLKR as the Buckeyes take on UConn live from Seattle. Loose ball, Harrison's got it, jumps it down the floor, and Seattle will be sweet. Pre-game 3.45, tip off at 4. I don't get it. He assigns it to you. You don't do it. Somehow it gets done, and now he's telling you what a great job you did. The Locker Room Show continues with Josh Bowman on 95.3 WLKR. Maybe somebody did it and didn't take credit for it. Maybe it was already done and didn't need doing in the first place. I have no idea who did it, what they did, or how they did it so well. And you know what? Jimmy Crackcourt, and I don't care. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. All right, back here, folks. Little Seinfeld, of course. I uh, want to thank again Marty Gitlin for uh, joining us here, a local author. And, of course, he rated uh, Seinfeld the number one sitcom of all time. Pretty cool. I rated that. <laughs> I don't know what my uh, opinion's worth. But anyhow, welcome back here to the program. And uh, Josh Bowman here with you on WLKR in the Locker Room Show. It is 935. And with us right now, Bobby James, now former Huron Boys basketball head coach. And Bobby, thanks for joining us here this morning. Oh, absolutely, Josh. No problem. Yeah, and of course, uh, you recently announced that you were stepping down after uh, 14 seasons at the helm at Huron, and uh, I was reading uh, the article that was in the Sandusky Register, and uh, you said that it was, uh, you know, just time for it, and, you know, uh, with, with uh, spending spending some time with, with your family, and, of course, uh, that usually, you know, leads to those decisions. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you know, we, um, I thought we had a pretty good run, and um, in our 14 years, and I just thought, you know, like I like I said in the article that my daughter's getting into high school and you know I just thought it was time there's really not a lot of you know a lot of whole specifics I just felt like you know you get to that point where you know some other things are starting to become a little bit more important you got to get a little refocused in your life and I thought this would just be the best time for me to step down after 14 years and concentrate on family and you know see what other things open up here yeah, and uh, let's, let's go back uh, back in the day, if you will. Uh, Bobby, uh, you know, you spent 14 seasons there at Huron, but uh, just, uh, you know, as you look back, what what kind of got you into coaching and, uh, you know, kept you coaching for that long? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was talking, one of my, my former head coach, when I played, called me the other day, T.J. James, and, uh, you know, I got to give him a lot of credit for uh, getting me into basketball, you know, he, when he took over the the program and, and when I was a sophomore he came in and just it was just so much fun to play play basketball with my friends and him and then he gave me my first coaching job way back when I think I was 19 or 20 and um, you know he just gave me a love of coaching and you know and then I got to um, really learn from John Slushman um, Dino Caparini uh, Mitch Gillen who's now passed away I got to really work with a lot of mentors that really just taught me a whole lot about basketball. And I think if you add up all those wins, I think there's probably about 1,500 wins combined that, you know, I really learned the game and how to do it right from a lot of great people. Um, and then that just, you know, just fueled my love for the game. And then I, I got the break of getting a job at Huron. And, you know, I always thought Huron would be one of the great, you know, one of my dream jobs when I was growing up coaching over at Perkins. And, uh, I was very fortunate to get a job there teaching. And then this job opened up. I think I was a JV coach for five years. And, you know, I had, my son was going through the program, and I really wanted to coach my oldest son. And some things just, you know, worked out in my favor. And I was able to take that job. And, uh, you know, I just loved coaching there. It was so much fun. And the kids, our, ki- our kids were so, you know, they were tough kids. They, were, they bought into more of a team concept. And you know, I always said that, our kids cared more about winning than a lot about playing time. And I think if you went through my um, tenure there, you'd see that we always had so many seniors. And that was just a tribute to our kids that they stuck it out no matter what, if they were playing or not. You know, this year we had 10 seniors, and I think like five of them didn't play much. So I really thought our program spoke for itself in my 14 years. And you know, like you said, if you want to really want to know one thing that kept me going, it was our kids. They were just tough, good hard-nosed kids that just wanted to win and that, that's a lot of fun to coach 
with Bobby James here, uh, former Huron boys basketball head coach. And, uh, Bobby, you mentioned it there. And, you know, I've been uh, broadcasting for, uh, I don't know how many years now, uh, 15 plus years of doing uh, high school basketball. And, uh, I do it for the kids too. And, uh, I just got to say, uh, you know, that that is great to hear that, you know, it's all about the kids. That's the bottom line in all this. Yeah, it's the kids. And, you know, I also, you know, I failed to mention one of my, uh, in the, first, in, the, in the last question there, you know, we the kids, and then we also, I also had great friends. Um, you know, I know if you talk to, like, Steve Gray, who's recently stepped down, or Joe Bailock, you know, we had great friends that we coached with. Um, you know, uh, all my coaches are still, like, one of my good friends. My former, well, he passed away unexpectedly in November, was one of my best friends ever, Tom Kowaleski, you know. We always had a pact that we'd do this together as long as we wanted to do it, we'd do it together. So, you know, you know that was what, that had a big uh, impact on my coaching and how Coach K did, and you know, and moving forward also. So, we always felt like we'd do this stuff together. And when he passed away, it was kind of it was a real difficult year for us, you know. And then, you know, luckily Scott McVeigh came over for for my last year here, and that was a lot of fun to coach with your friends. If you don't have good friends that you coach with, you don't have good kids. It's not. You know, we don't get paid much. <laughs> so you know, that really, that makes it a lot worth it. You know, that makes it worth it. And then, you know, also the friends that you make um, coaching in the coaching fraternity, it's just, there's just something to be said about. It's like you're all in it together, and it's a lot of fun when you get together because you know what, all the things that are going against you. So it's nice to have those friends also. So I really miss that, too. Yeah. Do you have any uh, specific uh, favorite uh, moments uh, throughout the years there at Huron? Yeah, you know, probably my, you know, always, getting to the regionals, you know, it's always something, you know, the first time I got to the regionals back in, I think, 2012, 13, um, walking through that tunnel at the Stroll Center, you know, going to find that, going to find your locker room and going through, you know, at the back, I always thought that was one of the coolest things for our kids, and then also just to walk out through that tunnel um, onto the floor. I think those those were just the best memories of playing at the Stroll Center. You know, we were lucky to get there uh, three times, and uh, it, it was just a great experience for our kids. And um, you, you felt like you accomplished something. We knew, you know, we knew in our heart, you know, we knew in the back of our minds, you know, that was almost like our state, you know, because then you run into the to the schools that somehow find the best players in their county, and we, you know, we get the best players in Huron instead of, you know, like. You know the Central Catholics and the all those other right, schools, right. You know, you, that find a way to recruit in forty-five thousand schools or forty-five thousand kids, and we got our little one hundred and fifty kids in here. So we always felt like that was one of our goals was always to get to um, regionals, and that was, and we get we were able to accomplish that three times. So I think that was my those are my greatest memories of, of Huron, probably. And Bobby here, uh, what is next for you? You, you know, you said uh, it's just spending time with family. Uh, is that is that what you're going to focus on right now? Yeah, you know what, we're going to do that. My, my daughter is getting, like I said, is getting into high school. She's really concentrating on some sports. She plays soccer, uh, hanging out with my sons, and uh, I put in there. I got a boat. So we're going to do a lot of fishing, hopefully, and uh, yeah, just kind of hang out and, and see what's going. On. I coach golf. I help coach golf, so. I'll still be busy. It'll be nice to be around the kids. But, yeah, we're just going to hopefully get some fishing in this, this spring and this summer and, and maybe some golfing. And I don't know. I'm sure my wife will be telling me I need to go find another job. She won't know what to do with me around as much if I drive her nuts. But, no, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to get with family and, and do some things that we haven't been able to do as a family. You know, we'll be able to take vacations when we want if we have time or just go away and not have to worry about a basketball schedule all summer and all winter. Yeah, ain't that the truth, right? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. b- before I let you go here, uh, I, I know you c- you can't do it without, like you said, friends and and the kids. And uh, I know too, uh, you probably can't do it without the support of just the the community there in, in general there in Huron. Yeah, you know, it's been a great job for me for 14 years. It really, actually, you could go back 20 years. It's been a great job. Community, you know, the community really supports you as a, as a coach. You know, I always said, you know, when you come to Huron and coach, you know, the, you, you better win. They care more about winning than a lot of the other kids' playing time. You know, it's one thing when you win, 
you know, another thing when a kid doesn't play, but if you're winning, that's all that mattered to me in the community. Um, and it was really nice in the 14 years. I really felt that, you know, the community had the backing. It's a great place to coach. Um, I wouldn't, you know, like someone asked me if I was going to go try to find another job somewhere or coach somewhere else. I said, no, this, if I wanted to find a job, it'd be here. I'd stay here. You know, this is where I'd want to be. So I uh, hopefully the next guy comes in and understands that it's just a great place to coach, great community. And, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I can't, I can't say one negative thing about it in 14 years. Oh, that's great. And, uh, when folks look back at your time at Huron, uh, you know, what, what do you want to, I, I guess, uh, what, your legacy, your, your, your time there, what, what do you want people to remember about you there as, as a coach of the Tigers? You know, I don't know about legacy or all that stuff. You know, I just hope that they, uh, realize that, you know, I, I dedicated my life to Huron basketball and put a lot of time in and, you know, hopefully I, you know, they understood that I, I did, you know, do the best thing that I thought was best for kids and what was best for our program. And, uh, I just hope that people understood that and realized, you know, that, you know, I cared, you know, here on basketball kids were my family, just like they are now. And now, uh, they always will be. And then, you know, just be like part of my big family. Hopefully those the people here understood how much I cared about their kids and how much I cared about winning and how much I cared about here on basketball. All right, Bobby, uh, we'll go ahead and let you go. Uh, thanks for all that. Uh, good stuff. And, uh, Oh, congratulations on an awesome career there. I've been following you, you know, since I got into uh, broadcasting uh, years ago in the Mansfield area. And uh, uh, best of luck in your future, and, uh, you know, and, and enjoy that time fishing and golfing, all right? Yeah, all right. I appreciate the phone call. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Bobby James there, now former head coach of the Huron Boys basketball team. We'll go ahead and take another break here. Fire up a little Copperhead Road, if you will. And when we come back, we'll have our Domino's trivia question, and also we'll talk to Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable, on the way next year. The Locker Room Show with you till 10. ever-changing world, there's one thing you can depend on. A great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Their used car inventory is always changing, too, with a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit situation. Visit SchaeferDanhoff.com and use their Customize Your Deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps. That's Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Route 224 in Willard, the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. Ireland's Federal Credit Union is locally owned and a proud sponsor of our local high school sports programs. Ireland's Federal Credit Union has locations in Bellevue, Norwalk, Monroeville, Bucyrus, Galleon, and now Sandusky. Ireland's Federal Credit Union is member-owned. That means the earnings go to their members through lower rates on loans and a wide range of financial services at the lowest possible cost. Learn more at firelandsfcu.org. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel. Fill your belly with hot coffee, energy drinks, or great snacks and grill items. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Westside Sunoco, the first stop coming into Norwalk or the last stop leaving Norwalk. Westside Sunoco, stop by and you'll always see those smiling faces. The Afternoon Drive with the captain, Chris Morgan. Be sure to tune in for your Monday show starting at 3 p.m. And we'll get the full five-hour show all the way until 8 o'clock with no sports on the schedule as we get you over that case of the Mondays and ready for the rest of the work week. We'll have a game of music trivia going on around 3.40 to go along with plenty of music and more on your Monday Afternoon Drive. Weekdays from 3 to 8 on 95.3 WLKR. Running a business isn't easy. You've got to keep your customers happy and find new ones if you want your business to grow. But how can you find new customers effectively and affordably? Radio. Hi, this is Bill Forthover, station manager here at WLKR. Radio is like word-of-mouth advertising, only better, because we tell your story to thousands of potential customers all at once. 
Radio is affordable. We customize advertising plans to meet any budget. And radio reaches lots of people, 92% of adults every week. Facebook is great, but posting is like preaching to the choir. Your Facebook friends are already your customers, but radio can help you reach new customers, telling thousands of people why they should do business with you. Radio does it all, effectively and affordably. Give us a call at 419-609-5961 or go to our website, WLKRradio.com, and click on Advertise and let WLKR help your business grow. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. All right, welcome back here to the Locker Room Show. I want to thank Bobby James again for joining us, the now former boys basketball coach at Huron. But now with us, Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable time. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Josh. I was just wondering, you know, with your opening today, uh, with your uh, performance this week over at Norwalk High School, are you still able to maintain your amateur status, or are you now (laughs) semi-pro? A little bit of both, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Boy, that was fun, Mark. I got to say, uh, that it's a lot of fun. And uh, folks, it, it, if you didn't hear the the first time I got the ball in the game on, on Wednesday night, uh, there was a pass that was rifled to me. I it was a lot faster than I expected. I kind of dropped it and it rolled over towards the the sideline, and I nearly fell out of bounds. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> But anyway, Mark, yeah, thanks for, uh, you know, of course, uh, being here with us this morning. Uh, what is going on? Uh, I know there's a, you know, it's, it's a busy time, March Madness, uh, spring training baseball wrapping up, the NBA winding down the regular season, hockey winding down the regular season. Uh, just a, a good time to be a sports fan right now. It, it is, and, and I've been really excited. Uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes, you know, we, we always think about their football program. But you you look at the women right now; they're they're going to be playing Connecticut. That that's been exciting. In fact, I've been watching a lot of the women's uh, uh, March Madness, uh, and uh, you know there's 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 some some great basketball uh, there. The uh, Buckeyes last week finished fourth in the NCAA in wrestling. They had one wrestler that uh, ended up uh, Tommy Sasso ended up losing in the finals four to two, but the kid that beat him was uh, Yanni Yakamahalas, and he was a he's a four-time NCAA uh, champion. So you know that 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 says something there. And the men's uh, the men's uh, well women's hockey at Ohio State they made it to the finals again. They were the defending uh, national champions. Lost one to nothing to Wisconsin last week. Men's hockey uh, they're in the they're in the uh, uh, regionals. They won their first uh, hockey match, and and now they're they're going to be uh, playing again tomorrow at four o'clock on ESPN two. They're going up against Quinnipiac, the Bobcats. I've never <laughs> heard of them, but they were also their women's team lost to Ohio State in the women's uh, Frozen Four. So uh, you know a, a lot of Buckeye uh, uh, activities going on here and. Uh, of course, spring training winding down. Uh, you know, the end of next week, uh, we get to start the regular season. Thursday, can you believe it? Thursday is opening night for uh, the Guardians and uh, throughout Major League Baseball. Of course, we're the latest game <laughs> there, starting at ten ten. First pitch, uh, folks. Grab a nap on Thursday if you want to catch that game, Mark. Yeah, well, it's kind of funny. The the Buckeye women are playing in Seattle, and, and that's where the guards are going to start out. <laughs> 
That is true. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, again, we'll, of course, have all your Guardians games here on uh, 95.3. And uh, we're going to have some uh, Cavaliers-Guardians uh, uh, doubleheaders uh, coming up here. I know next Friday night uh, the Cavs, I think, play the Knicks and then at 7.30, and that will be followed by the Guardians. Then uh, the next week the Cavs, I think, play in Orlando, and then that will be followed by the Guardians in Oakland as, of course, uh, the Guardians open up on the West Coast. But did you... Did you see uh, recently uh, Josh Bell has just been tearing the ball up for the Guardians? He's got, I believe, four home runs this spring. Yeah, and uh, let's let's hope that uh, you know that that carries on uh, into the season because that's one of the reasons that uh, you know the, the the Guardians picked him up to, to help that offense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he had a home run last night. Uh, I know uh, the other night him and Jose Ramirez both homered. So. Uh, our broadcast of Guardians baseball are, are done for the spring. We had last night's game on the air against the Cubs, but uh, that'll do it uh, until Thursday night. I know they play a few more games, but those are not on on the air, uh, not on the radio. So, yeah, get, get you all set, folks. Uh, I know uh, uh, expe- uh, expectations, Mark, are definitely high for Cleveland once again here. Uh, of course, the defending uh, Central Division champs. Yeah, and, and you know, realistically, we. Should- it should be because all those young kids that went through, what was there, like 17 rookies that played last year? Yeah. And, and we've got the cream of the crop, uh, you know, that's, that, that's going to be starting for them. Uh, you know, in, in our pitching staff, you, you have to be optimistic. You do. Uh, we're here with Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable on the Locker Room Show. And uh, the, the men's NCAA uh, basketball tournament, of course, in its Sweet 16, now Elite 8. Sweet 16 wrapped up last night, and for the first time ever, there will not be a number one seed in the Elite Eight. Can you believe that? Mark, are you there? Yes. Okay. Where the gremlins are at? (laughs) They are. I'm like, where did Mark go? I'll know. (laughs) I'm hearing a silence, and I'm like, okay, okay. Hey, couple of things that that, that that I had to laugh about uh, when, when, when you, you had on your uh, author guest when when he talked about naming Seinfeld the number one I could just see your grin from <laughs> ear to ear even over here <laughs> you know realistically Mark uh, now that it's on Netflix I watch it every single day after I get off work I go home make me some lunch and uh, before I take my little nap in the afternoon, I, I watch watch an episode or two of Seinfeld. It just helps me get through the day, you know? Yeah, and, and of course, last Saturday night, I, I was I was thinking about you. In fact, I think I texted you, but Steve Earle was on the Grand Old Opry and played <laughs> Copperhead Road Live. Ah, yeah, I know my song, for sure. <laughs> yeah, tonight's going to be a really good uh, Opry performance. Uh, tonight they're celebrating... Uh, Ronnie Millsap's uh, 80th birthday, and uh, Ronnie's going to be on there along with Trace Atkins, Gabby Barrett, Little Big Town. Uh, you know, they, they're going to have an all-star lineup there. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I may check that out. You know that I'm a big Millsap fan, too, so that's pretty cool. And uh, with us here, Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable. And, Mark, uh, what else is on the agenda for you here? What, what are you going to watch here this weekend? <laughs> you, you're... You're 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 breaking you're breaking up again, Josh. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking looking forward to uh, watching some uh, uh, some uh, college hockey and college basketball this weekend, and and get ready for the uh, Guardians next week, and and of course you know highlight that with listening to a little Grand Old Opry. <laughs> Sounds good, Mark. We'll go ahead and let you go before the Gremlins totally wipe us out. So uh, have a great weekend, buddy. Okay. You do the same, Josh. All right, there you go. Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable, wrapping it up there. Now time for our Domino's trivia question. And it is brought to you by, of course, your locally owned Norwalk Domino's. Order today a medium two-topping pizza for only $6.99 each. So, folks, I'm going to make it easy for you here today. Uh, of course, we were talking with Marty Gitlin about uh, the history of Cleveland baseball. Just uh, tell me, folks, uh, what year were the Cleveland uh, the Cleveland baseball team uh uh, basically, the the Indians uh, slash Guardians. Uh, when were they established? Established nineteen something. I'll give you that nineteen something. It, it says it all. Uh, if you get merchandise or whatever it may be, was it uh, nineteen hundred, 
1901 or 1902. Uh, give me a call, folks. You'll win yourself a Domino's Pizza there in Norwalk, 419-663-4953. Sandusky, 419-609-4953. Looks like we do have a caller. All right, go ahead. You're in the locker room show. You have an answer. Hello, are you there? Well, guess not. Maybe the Gremlins got him, too. But anyhow, folks, so you can call me after the show is over here. So we're going to wrap things up, let you know we will have Ohio State women's basketball this afternoon. The Buckeyes in the Sweet 16 taking on UConn live from Seattle, 345 pregame, 4 o'clock for tip-off there. And then we'll have some Cavs basketball for you on Sunday night. The Cavs, they are taking on Houston, 530 pregame, 6 o'clock for the tip-off there. want to thank all of our great guests here today, Matt Andrews, of course, from Ohio State Sports on the radio, Marty Gitlin from uh, Locally, a local author, and he'll be again, folks, at the Milan Library today with the Cleveland Baseball Presentation starting at noon, free event there, uh, Bobby James, a former Huron boys basketball coach, and of course, Mark Lane as well. We'll go ahead and... Get on out of here, folks. Thanks for joining us. I will not be with you next week. I'm going to do some volunteer uh, volunteering for the uh, uh, the uh, Erie County uh, Humane Society of Erie County's uh, 5K. Uh, Cami Moon and I from K96 are going to be doing that uh, uh, tomorrow morning. But Chris Morgan will be in here as your host. Maybe Mark Lane will join him here in the studio as well. So God bless you, folks. Enjoy uh, the sports this weekend and stay safe out there in the high winds and I'll talk to you here in a couple weeks on the Locker Room Show. So have a good one, folks. Thanks for listening to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Stein, Olson and Stang CPAs and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. Best summed up by this wonderful quote, it is better not to open your mouth and appear foolish than to open it and fool them.